and we're back. We're going to talk about how to embrace new ideas and innovate on it. Today's a guest episode. We got Dan's good friend back again. Adit, welcome back. Hi, everyone. Dan, do you want to? Yes. Uh... So I want to make a small introduction to all of us, actually. So you know what? Uh, there is there is this thing called Chinese calendar, right? When they call something like a year of rat, year of bull yeah. or whatever. And today I looked, uh, I checked Hustler's calendar for 2021-22. And you know what? It turns out that this year is a year of not being a pussy. So anyone who feels like a pussy in their life, in their business, stop being a pussy because 2022 is not a year for it. So tonight we are hosting Adit, who is um, who based his business on funny images that you can find online, <laughs> popular popularly called NFTs, and he will tell us all about his business. And actually, more important, more importantly, he will tell us all about his skills to embrace on new trends, new ideas that appear and how he was early to the market because when we were still wondering what nft is he was already uh you know uh, at least one feet deep in that shit <laughs> go on at it now tell people what your business is about yeah so initially it started just with like a deep dive deep research for actually months while you know doing other work more traditional e-commerce work and this kind of thing handling clients maybe even when it was not specifically my own um, kind of ideal service, like not advertising, it was even I was taking on some kind of web development, chatbot stuff, just because I knew about it. And I knew how to manage people as well as do the finishing touches. Uh, so I was kind of, you know, doing both things, you know, while I was learning. Um, but then I, you know, did a full, full dive into it and uh, the but the services once again were not um you know it was basically helping uh connect artists as well as the nft projects but you know all type of projects right from gaming projects to community-led projects to kind of like the funny jpegs as daniel puts it all kinds of stuff the utility-based projects but now kind of the past one or two months, I, I really say that we now have like a clear uh, two-part business when it comes to NFTs and providing services for creators and projects. And that is like having what I guess you could call a side hustle mm. or something new uh, that is that you put out like, you know, like you're sending out troops, you send out some scouts. So it's like, it's still a, f a fledged project but it's focusing on a few small but different things. So one is the social media management on Twitter of NFT accounts, talking in the language of the niche, excitement, sharing giveaways, being excited, showing the analytics of the project or a partner project, hyping the group up as well as hyping up the community, informing people, all that kind of stuff. That's the social media management. Um, and then uh, combined with that discord management, because I don't know if you guys have ever been in an NFT discord, but it's an absolute chaos. It's fun. It's chaotic. There's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's super fun. Um, and it, because everyone's trying to get into the whitelist. 
So this is the first term, NFT term, that I'm happy to share with you. It's called the whitelist. This is what everyone in the NFT community is trying to get. What it means is basically you're an early investor in a project and you can buy into the project before the public does. So why that's an advantage is because in a public sale that the transaction cost for your NFT to get on the blockchain is very expensive. Imagine if everyone goes to the gas station at the same time. There's no gas, fuel prices increase. So the benefit is getting there early, 24 hours, 48 hours early, and you get to buy when the gas fees are super low and you don't have to buy it on OpenSea or a secondary market because by that time it's hit there, guess what? The prices are 20 to 50, sometimes even 100% higher. So you get in early. And one of the ways, the key ways you get into a whitelist of an NFT project is by, um, like what I described with the social media on Twitter, you're doing that within Discord. So you're trying to be a good member, a good community member, share, uh, uh, share the content of the project, basically being a good like moderator. So that's where the second service comes in. So the first one is social media. Second one is Discord management, basically being a moderator to manage that chaos and steer the ship. And the third service that we're just working on releasing is basically for collectors and influencers. Mm. So we're going to them and saying, hey, you don't have time to be in these discords talking a few hours a day, you know, all this kind of stuff. Um, we have trained people to do that. Why don't we get you the whitelist for you? So that's the third thing. So uh, so why I gave the analogy of sending troops out is because like these are these three kind of related uh, things within the NFT space, but not many people have got services on it. Not many, not much market intelligence yet. So that's why you just have it as a small side hustle. Learn, 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 collect the intelligence, collect the analytics, see what language works, what kind of service works, what price range works. And then you can integrate it into your core business of the wider, you know, high ticket services for NFT projects, etc. So this yeah. is something that, you know, everyone can implement. So basically have like these micro budgets uh, proportioned to new things that you want to try in 2022. New things yeah. that, you know, are not willing, you're not willing to dive in headfirst the whole thing, all your time, all your team, all your money. But you want a little testing budget. You know, this is what uh, yeah. I've learned. Let Let's roll back a little bit, you know. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. That's you've gone so deep, deep into the trenches. Yeah. I completely yeah. know what you're talking about. For people who are new, they're just like, sorry, what did he just say? Because yeah, yeah, they're like, yeah, you're yeah. throwing a lot of jargons in there, right? But sure. let's just roll back. And I just, I'm just curious, right? Because um, a few months ago, we got you here. You were one of our first people who jumped on the podcast to talk about your business. At that time, it wasn't that big a thing yet, you know? Um, so my, my question is, you know, going back to what we were going to talk about is like, how did you first come across this term and how did you embrace it right and go, oh, I don't know what this is about. And then you just like reject it. Okay. So how did you see that as an opportunity? Did you see it as a first go or did you first say no, then it pops out again and you're like, you know what, I'm going to have a look now this time. So yeah, how, yeah, yeah. tell us a bit of story of how that works. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what, uh, it's an equally complex idea, but it's the first one that popped into my head, so I'll use it to explain this. Basically, there everyone has this kind of fixed mindset when it comes to being early or being early to embrace something or early to innovate. It's not absolute. And my point is that you didn't have to be there in 2009, 2010 Bitcoin to make use of Bitcoin as a financial instrument or uh, an investment vehicle. You could have been there in 2020, sorry, 2010, 2012, 2013, bull run 2016, 17, 
19, you know, you could have, there's so many times, even within deep into the bear market, which basically is a term for when the market or the stock market is at a lower point, whereas right now we're at all time highs, more or less. Um, so there are ways to even make money in a bear market. So that's why I wanted to kind of shift the definition from early, because people say early, you have to be at the earliest. Well, in that case, the crypto kitty, um, uh, and you know, crypto kitty, crypto punks, they were in 2016, 2017. But you of course, people who have entered the market in 2019, 2020, 2021, of course, they've probably gained the same or even much more. So there's periods of earliness. So right now, if someone was coming into NFTs and metaverse or crypto, and they were kind of intimidated, um, I'd say, you know, you're still early. It's like telling someone, um, you know, uh, just because they missed the the first internet company, they've missed the internet. You know what I mean? That's like so. Uh, so you're, there are stages of earliness. So one of the ways I, I found out and identified this is very similar to Gary V. He says that it was a um, a collection. It's an intersection of many points that he was interested in. So marketing, creators, community, and he always liked. Uh, collecting. You see him going to garage sales. You see him collect baseball cards. He's a big fan of the New York, um, the New York Nets, I believe. Uh, New York Jets. Yes, Do your New York Jets. Jets. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. He wants to own that as all-time goal of his. So mine, obviously, I've not been a football card flip or anything of that sort. Um, but every other uh, integration that he mentioned or co correlation, I shared. Every other one. And so when I saw it come across and I was already interested in cryptocurrency, I already understood that, you know, as much as I like owning real world things, you know, the feeling of this wooden board, you know, I like owning real world things, but it's like you have to also adapt and accept certain things that have potential. It doesn't mean uh, you have to be 100 percent NFT uh, uh, maximalist, uh, but it just means that, OK, the world is going digital. The past two years have been a testament to that uh, through work through investment through money everything uh, through how we buy things more so that's why amazon has been incredibly successful when everyone else has failed um so you know portion some of your investment to these digital assets it could be like we've seen uh, i don't know if you guys know about full send it's like one of these big uh, youtube channels uh, that's all about the community and they had an nft that sold for one ethereum uh, and it just gives you access to their membership club of physical physical locations as well as digital locations, digital assets. So that's the thing. It's not so much JPEGs as Daniel puts it, although I know where he's coming from. A lot of it is, but the whole point of an investor or the whole point of an enthusiast is to come into the space and say, okay, what here, a lot of it is noise, a lot of it is color. What here has utility? What here has community? Because when everything is bearish, community is the, one of the strongest things that comes in and buys, comes in and supports, uh, and comes in and actually offers their own services for the project and say, hey, I'm a good marketer. Do you guys need help? You know, there's so many instances here when that happens. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if that was a kind of long-winded answer, but uh, definitely, you know, people are still early. That's what I would like to emphasize. Sorry, since you mentioned Gary V, I was holding this this joke because I didn't want to interrupt. Let's hear it. 
do you know what <laughs> do you know what else Gary V says? What he says a lot of stuff. I don't know. Eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> he always says things like that. He has the most savage advice and also the best advice. I love that yeah. guy. He has the most uh, down to earth advice. That you is know, for sure. You know, it is reminded me of this parody of Gary V that I sent you, and this guy said, "Eat shit," literally. <laughs> I think I know the parody. It's it's that uh, comedian, right? Yeah, <laughs> younger comedian who did like a thing of his. Yeah, yeah, I've seen. It. Yeah, crazy. Um, cool. I want to spice up the conversation a little bit, right? Let's just add a bit of spice. So, you are in it because you already have the idea of cryptocurrencies. You kind of know what it is already. Um, I am the same, right? I know what it's about, but Dan does not know a freaking exactly. thing about it right so so no, that okay he, no, 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 no. yeah he knows I'm, I'm, but he no, no, no. But i'm trying to I'm as he said to earlier before this conversation when we were in the waiting room what he said is and i said we'll wait like you said zane till we start the uh the the thing but he said i i know it i know there's potential i've seen it develop like you have to be blind to not see anything right he's seen it develop but he's not fully convinced that's what he said yeah so, so i asked is, him what yeah what would it this take is to why, this is why i think it's interesting to hear dan's perspective because definitely we have done our homework etc we know like oh yeah okay there's this and that but sometimes i think it's quite good to see the other side which is like definitely what is you know what is it that is because i think this is the whole thing about embracing new ideas right some people can you know, maybe this is a fad, you know, it might not go yeah. anywhere. Um, so that's why I think it's it's quite good to be grounded to see both sides of things and then see both perspectives because we can say, oh, it's all this and early and stuff, but the sometimes it's quite easy to be trapped in like a, a little bubble. bubble and then you will just hear all the things that you want to hear. So I'm just curious, like Dan, you obviously, you know that I'm into, you know, crypto as well and NFTs, you know, all that stuff, but... What was what was it that goes through your head that makes you think like mm, I know there's this new thing is coming up but I'm I'm not like not fully convinced yet or what was the thought process like that? I hate to misattribute this idea. It's a very novel, beautiful idea. I hate to misattribute it to the wrong person, but I'm somewhat confirmed, um, convinced that I've got it right. If you got one of you guys can double check um, the idea or the concept of a thousand who fans. I believe yeah. the 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 creator of this idea or concept was Tim Ferriss, but if you guys could, uh, I think it's not Kevin Kelly, but I think it's someone like that. Tim um, Ferriss, not Tim Ferriss. No, not Tim Ferriss. No, okay, okay. He, he didn't make but this a thousand true, this, a thousand true fa fans thing. So that's like the arch. Uh, that that's the uh, that's the support of this whole momentum, right? So it's all about community, and it can be just. I've seen projects succeed when it's just hundred buyers uh yeah. so but let's let's take a thousand yeah yeah it is it is uh kevin kelly but just okay. going back yeah. to what we were talking yeah. about so uh going back about understanding perspective uh like and just going back to you is that what was the thought about seeing this thing coming up but not fully convinced yet like what was the what was going through your 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 thinking so uh, the, the, like, I was, like I was saying, the moment that I became convinced was I realized that the threshold that we put for success or a community of having a fan base is much higher than reality. Patreon, Discord, NFTs, uh, exclusive membership communities of any nature have shown me and proven time and time again that idea that I mentioned. 
and that you no, 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 I understand that. I'm just yeah. saying that now I want to hear a different side of story. So okay. I want to hear from Daniel's perspective. Oh, okay, Daniel's uh, perspective, gotcha. Yeah, sorry, maybe I didn't make it clear. Okay, so I, I want to hear from Daniel's perspective, like yeah. obviously I'm in, I'm in it because I know where you're coming from, but I want to hear a different side of the story because I think this is where we want to focus on, which is for most people when they're just starting, um, is that new ideas are, it's easy to see why don't you get in when you look at it in hindsight, but you're in foresight. It's like, I'm, I'm curious because to hear what what was the thought process so then i'll let you i'll let you i'll let you talk you know what when it comes to uh, my relationship to to with nft i would say it's there are two things uh, about about this thing one is time so i i haven't had really time to sit down and and mm. read on it very thoroughly to to understand it uh, I only got some, let's say, snippets from the news, from social media, and stuff like that. Uh, the other thing, the other thing is is financial, right? So because my financial situation is is not great, I don't have, uh, let's say, money to spend on NFT, and uh, I have this, let's say, view about cryptocurrencies that I also have about NFT, that mm. you should invest uh, only, you should only invest the money that you are ready to lose. If something goes leeway, you are like 100% comfortable with losing that money, with, 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 with staying with zero. And uh, of course, I have some money in crypto, not much, but if that goes, you know, to gather, I'm fine. It's it's gone. Okay. Mm. Uh, if I have this couple of of hundreds thousands to spend on NFT, and I'm comfortable with this going to zero, okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna buy myself NFT. Uh, but definitely, I would rather buy some NFT that has some some more value to it. Like mm. I'm no, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk now about one of the most expensive projects and nfts so uh board apes yacht club this yeah. project i find it amazing i i read on it read about it i uh i have heard a lot about it and i think that this project is actually amazing you know like the initial pricing was like what thirty thousand, right and paying yeah, just probably around uh 0 0.06 ETH, i believe which is the current price would probably be around 250 bucks yeah. really really yeah okay. 250 dollars so, okay so 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 i heard about it when when it was thirty thousand thirty thousand dollars right and and Tiny. when i heard what's included that there are famous people in the club that they organize the events in miami wherever they people network paying thirty thousand to have an access to these people with huge business potential that's a bargain like mm. that's actually uh i i would compare it to some something that i've that i have heard about a guy buying a bugatti the guy bought a bugatti because his thought process was that i'm buying bugatti to join the club of bugatti owners i want to meet other bugatti's uh, bugatti other bugatti's owners because they are fucking rich 
and uh, I want to do business with them, you know? So that would be my thought process. But exactly. I want to say, I want yeah. to make like, a, let's say a promise here that I believe that one day if if NFT doesn't go away and I I I think that NFT will stay with us for 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 longer time period. Uh, I think that one day we will create the, the newborn hustlers uh, NFT, uh, and I believe that one day I will create my own real hustlers NFT because I like I like the idea of of community because that's that's what I really want to build around the brands that I let's say own or partially own i partially own new the newborn hustlers show i own real hustlers i i fucking love these brands and i want these brands to grow uh, to, uh, to grow to the size of 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 quite big communities with with like-minded people hmm. yeah cool okay cool that's that's good to know i'll bring it back to adit um because this is his line of business uh and he does this for a living we talk innovation as well so now Adi, i know you're in it you know i'm in it as well you must done a lot of research etc you must know the whole ins and outs of nfts but in a sort of um simple way right because nft is like a new thing that most people heard of but they don't really understand you know i run workshops of people on nfts and they're so can't believe that you, one of people you, you run, you yeah, run, I run workshops. Wow. Yeah, nice. People teaching them about NFTs. Um, and I certainly find a lot of way that I find I think of to innovate about things because you just go deep into it, then you find out some stuff that you can innovate on. That's my process. But I wonder, like for you who are in this line of business, who are creating it, what do you do to like innovate on something that's new? Because it's new, how do you bring it to the next level? Okay. what's your thought process yeah this is a good one uh how do you innovate and take things to the next level okay first b before that, i'll just briefly touch on the, the the points of conflict or the points of needing more evidence that daniel just touched on briefly <clears throat> one thing that he said was community and utility and i think i mentioned on our on our first uh call that nfts as utility will be the big thing NFTs is access, I think, is the way I put it, like a Willy Wonka golden ticket. I, I think. Mm -hmm. I um, so that's that's what it is. That's the utility. It's the the collector's goal or investor's goal to find those projects, and over time you become very good. Um, you, so, but that's not the only niche. Just to uh, so there are those co community strong utility that uh, Daniel respects like board apes and stuff like that. But my uh, my uh, response to him is there are also many, many other communities like board ape where the entry to get in right now is much cheaper. A lot of this connect uh, network and meetings and value is still, I'm not saying board ape level, but let's, let's be honest, we're talking about the number one in the world and the most expensive in the world. Mm. Um, but it's about spotting the trend so you can get in these things early. And listen, you don't have to find the perfect one because there's so much value that the, an average person doesn't get at all on Twitter and YouTube when they're in one of these even average communities. Seriously, 
but that so that's my response to him uh with the community aspect and i get it but there are also art focused projects uh that you know if you're an investor and you want a quick flip or to invest in and hold it for the long term you don't care about community you don't care about that those are equally successful okay now to answer your question zane i'd say the in the nft space and in any area you want to innovate uh uh you know obviously there are more methods but one that i found works is take um a, th- a thirty thousand foot approach and then take like a little literally like a three foot approach meaning go see it from the 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 the, the whole level first so see okay maybe even me- like meditate or uh, just think about it like if you're getting serious about a space so you see okay metaverse okay then you see wearables then you see uh physical like hardware to go along with the metaverse okay what do you need because your mind is running Okay, now you need goggles, you need the treadmill, you need sensors. Okay, so how are you going to own items? Okay, NFTs, uh, moving avatars through different games and moving avatars uh, through different metaverses. Because it's not just going to be Facebook's meta. It's going to be, hey, Zane, can you do it better? Okay, Zane tries. Daniel, can you do a a metaverse iteration better? Okay, Daniel tries. Then we all can move our avatars across these different things. And right now it seems so big picture, metaverse, this. I'm, it's like almost like I'm talking about Ready Player One, the movie. But right now, the best way to see it, uh, the best way to innovate is one, take a ground view, but then go deep. So when I say go deep, meaning say, for example, you're a gamer. Okay, you don't have to stay in the 30,000 foot approach. Go into the gaming community's utilization of NFTs, how they're using NFTs. Like in Fortnite, you have the box token. and But the thing is, it's very locked meaning you can only use the Fortnite box in Fortnite's ecosystem. If I want to trade it with Daniel, tough luck, can't do it. If I want to swap a character with Zane, tough luck, can't do it. So in a decentralized world with NFTs, what you can do is you have the freedom to accumulate these tokens and actually have real world value that you can bring into real world currency. Yeah, actually pay your bills with or have a side hustle or whatever it is. So you might be a guy who's really into games, like I said, or you might be like, you know what? this. Uh, Sam, this idea of uh, digital land is very interesting to me. I like this digital land concept. And so you can go into the sandbox and look at land. It's very expensive. So what you would do if you were interested in that space would say, okay, what are the new kind of uh, metaverse land projects that I could look into and then buy maybe a part of the land. And I can tell you, it's been tremendously profitable for people who have got in. Um, Then, you know, just track which projects have utility, which projects have strong communities where, say, for example, different uh, people come in and share value. Um, yeah, there's there's a whole way, you know, and you can just t- uh, search on uh, YouTube how to evaluate and find like a high quality NFT project. And so if you're a beginner and you're trying to get more in, uh, interested, maybe you want to invest your first 300 bucks or whatever it is, you can go through like a, a list to say, okay, how to evaluate the art, how to evaluate the community, how to evaluate utility. Is the team anonymous or is it public? All these different kind of ways to evaluate quality. And, you know, you can make a start. And people who have a MetaMask wallet, which is your digital wallet, people who have an NFT, people who have some crypto, like Daniel said, it's going to prepare them to make use of it as it becomes bigger and bigger and more popular in our culture. So, like I said earlier, everyone is still very early. They just have to make a little commitment, maybe a half an hour reading, you know, something like that. 
um, in terms of actual metrics and actual time that what I've in, uh, spent in the initial months, probably four or five hours a day every day. Uh, now, probably about two hours every day just to catch up, you know, many newsletters and things like that. And it is like where, whichever space you're in, over time, you have to curate your list of uh, teachers that you trust, YouTube channels that you trust, newsletters that you like, uh, social media people you follow, and that way you get the best, most filtered, high quality uh, information. And in 15 minutes, you can do more with that 15 minutes than people do in two hours, you know, if you organize your stuff well. Mm. I like what you said about curation. I yeah. uh, uh, I really resonate with that thought because <clears throat> the thing is that that you know my uh, my idea for the for the name of my of my brand Will Hustlers came from uh, Gary V and and his book you know where 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 he, in which he talks about the art of hustling the craft actually craft of hustling not art and uh, but now. I can't really listen to that guy anymore, you know. I, I, I. When I, when I hear his voice, I, I'm so annoyed about it, you know. Uh, I think I just at that point in my life earlier, I took everything that was best in him for me, and then I had to move on, find someone else, you know. I and I, I would probably name a few more examples of of people like like that that I let's say had in my life that I followed in my life and got bored of them uh, after some time. And then I had to move on, find someone new and uh, take uh, take some, let's say, uh, take some new portion of, of knowledge and expertise yeah. from them. It's like Gary Vee uh, is the 30,000 foot, foot view. Work, 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 content is king. Keep pumping it out, keep pumping it out. This is the way, this is the way, hustle, hustle, hustle. But why people mock him sometimes is that he, I don't think the reason why he keeps it that way is, hey, what? You guess what? I'm not saying at times he can't be nuanced or detailed, but he tries to keep it general and work hard because that's the way you accumulate a huge audience. Mm. Right? Dan, well, that's what Daniel said. That's what I'm saying. Like, you have to pick a niche eventually. Uh, uh, and that should be a goal, become a domain expert. That's when you're most respected and most uh, highly paid. Um, because Gary Vee doesn't go to the floor and say, okay, um, uh, and say like, okay, how does this particular niche uh, use my knowledge and stuff like that? That's why you're going into Eric Sue and, you know, more detailed for your niche kind of perspective rather than just the work, work, work. You know, you want a little bit of detail as well. For sure. I get it, man. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's wrap it up. Zane, any concluding words? JPGs of uh, I, I mean, I can talk NFT for hours, um, but that's not the whole point of this. That's not the whole point of this conversation. We're talking about new ideas, so I was like, okay, I really try to like hold back, hold back. But what I would say is that if people listen to this and then you go, "What did he just say?" That is when you write those things down. You go back and like, what is the whitelist? What is the metamask? What is the Discord? What is the this? What is the that? This is where. We talk about like embracing new ideas and for me this is where you start which is when you hear yeah. something you, and, you and, start and 
Yeah, and let's bring it back in a very uh, succinct way to, to make it helpful for people. No matter what it is, you can uh, give two hoots about an NFT or anything digital. But whatever niche in going into 2022, you want to be interested in, you want to accumulate knowledge on, you want to maybe invest in or create a service around. The best thing to do is know that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You know, you can build upon it, right? So what I mean by that is go on YouTube type in those keywords. It seems so simple, but I'm, I'm surprised that no one really does this. I do this week to week. I do this week yeah. to week. I sort by most viewed, what are the keywords in NFT land? What are the keywords in social media land? And I put, okay, best ways to do this, best ways to do that, how to evaluate this, how to get a whitelist. And then I'll do that on Reddit. Then I'll yeah. do that in Discord. And then I'll do that on Google, obviously. And you'll be yeah. surprised because it's very uh, beneficial for people to make content. Daniel knows about this. Right? It's very beneficial for people to make content in where you're interested in. You just have to go and find it. They, yeah, make, it for, yeah, they make it for their own sites, for the SEO, to sell affiliates, to sell their own product. All you have to do is go and find it and read it because it's curated once again. Yeah, and I think you know that's, that's true. And um, just to wrap up, I think, uh, yes, the information on the internet is there. You know, you can never say to yourself, oh, but where can I start or how can I do it? It's simple. And even Gary Vee always say this, right? He was like, I'll tell you the best website where you can find everything. Take a pen and paper. And then he would say, G, O, O, G. And then people are like, okay, I know what you're talking about. But it's true. You just need to put in there. But for me, it's like information is free, but the implementation is key. Yes. That is where the I love happens. that. I love so, that. Um, so I think for people to take away, it's like, yes, you heard new ideas, etc. Um, and, and okay, let's go back in full circle and then we'll wrap it up. So if cryptocurrency has happened in my life when I first heard it and I, I had embraced it, I would be doing very different things now, right? So um, I think if you need hear new ideas now, don't say to yourself, how do I do it? Or I'm too late, I'm too over. Just go and then embrace it and then you can still ride on that wave. So... All right, we will end it there, I think. Uh, it's a great discussion. Otherwise, we can go on for another hour, I think. There's so much to talk about. For people who are watching or listening, you know, if you enjoy it, you know, let us know. If you're new to NFT or you're new to what some new ideas, you know, let us know. Leave a comment below and follow us on Instagram at Newborn Hustlers. Adi, what's your Instagram? Your business? Uh, you I, I, I haven't used Instagram for years, Zane, so I don't have anything to share. Okay, so when you launch your NFT, you come yes, here again sure. and you launch it, yeah? For okay. sure. So, so, how do you, so how do you pick up chicks these days? <laughs> uh, there's not been much of that going on, to be honest, uh, the past lockdown. In, I don't know how it is in uh, Poland, but uh, in the UK, it's pretty shut down, yeah. Man. Okay. Only recently opened, to be honest. Yeah. I don't do that. My life has been taken over by NFT. <laughs> NFT is my new girlfriend. Last thing, um, give us a like and subscribe if you enjoy the show. All right, everybody. We'll leave it there. See, See you guys. Okay. It's been a pleasure. Yeah.